brings to your mind. You may want to remind him that he said he would supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Little by little while you're praying and reading the scriptures and quoting them to him, little by little without you're even realizing what's happening, without anything on your part, any, any volition on your part, your arms are going to start coming down. You're going to think, oh, that they ache. And I mean, they just ache right here in my joints. Oh, you see what's happening? God is giving you a physical impression so you will not forget. You are lifting up to him a burden that you really can't because you see you can't really hold your hands up there but so long regardless of how strong you are. Some may able to be able to do it longer than others but you won't be able to do it very long. Five minutes maybe if you're lucky, maybe somebody a little bit longer than that but as you're talking to him little by little as you lift it to him and the pain gets a little worse, what you're saying is, God, I, I can't do it. And physically, you can't hold them, but so long. What God wants us to do is to come to the point of desperation where we absolutely and totally and completely have to give it to him because we cannot hold it there any longer. We can't carry these burdens any longer. They've already got us to the point of almost stifling our creativity. We are losing our energy. And mentally and emotionally, they're beginning to bear in on us. We're beginning to almost get paralyzed in our activities. And the people around us are beginning to suffer. And little by little, when you get them about stretched out about like this, they probably begin to hurt the most and little by little the more you pray and the more you give it to him you tell him oh god i cannot handle it you're gonna have to take it and before long your hands are gonna be right down by your sides and you can hardly budge them you soon is all that important it depends if you want to keep on carrying it or if you want to give it to him let me tell you what you've just done you've just demonstrated before god that there's something you can't do. You can't really hold that up there, Lord, but so long. God, I can't carry this, but so long. And little by little, as you, what? Empty your heart, watch this, confess your sin, repent to him, yield to him, submit to him. You know what he's done? Little by little, it's like he's taking the burden off of you, and as he takes the burden off, your hands come down, and when they get down by your side, you've laid the burden down before God, and here's what you've really done. What did he say? He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you. A yoke is a restraint. A yoke is a symbol of submission. You know what you've done? You've said, Lord, I can't bear this thing any longer. I don't know how to deal with them. I can't correct this. And so, Lord, I'm giving it to you. And little by little, as the weight of it has borne you down, what has the Lord God done? But as you have submitted your life and your spirit and your circumstances and the total mess, whatever it might be, the total situation, totally out of your hands, as you've submitted it to him and your hands have dropped, what have you done? Well, the strain's gone because your hands are down by your side. And you have submitted yourself to Almighty God that whatever he wants to do, you've totally committed yourself to him. And I want to tell you something. If you will accept that by faith, what you have just demonstrated, you can walk away from that. And I want to tell you, hallelujah, and praise God, I know it works. I know it works for six different burdens I've laid down, and I've laid them down long enough to give the devil a chance to attack me and tempt me and try me. And each time I can say, don't give me that. I still know how that feels. I know that I gave that to God. And I know he said... He would take it. I know he's taken it because there is not one single reason for me not believing he's taken it. The whole act gives you a point of reference and gives you a physical demonstration of what you literally feel internally. I can't hold it any longer. And my friend, God Almighty is willing to free you right now. 
And I want to encourage you to get somewhere by yourself on your knees with an open Bible and simply do what I just challenged you to do. And God will free you of that burden. He will take it off of you upon himself. And all he places upon you is his light and easy restraint and submission to his perfect will for your life. Now, somebody, you, you're not saved. You say, well, can I do that? And the answer is no. The only thing that you can lay down before Almighty God is all of your sin. When you're willing to give him all of your sin, when you're willing to give him your unrighteousness, your rebellious spirit, your violation of his principles, and you tell him, oh, God, I'm trusting you to take this because I cannot bear my sin any longer. When you're willing to give him your sin, he forgives you, pardons you, you become a child of God, then any other burden that comes, you can lift it and God will take it. But the first burden that every man, woman, young person must lay down is the burden of their sin. Until you do that, all the other burdens you must carry for yourself. You're listening to In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. If you haven't received God's gift of salvation and eternal life, you're still carrying the guilt of your sin. But once you trust Him to forgive you through faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, He removes your guilt and gives you the righteousness of Christ. To listen again, click the link to Today on Radio on our website, intouch.org, and search through our many resources to learn more about becoming a Christian. If you'd like to have a copy of today's complete message, you can order it from our online bookstore. The title is How to Lay Your Burden Down. Our web address again is intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. If you prefer, you can write to us at In Touch, Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia 30357. We'll hear more insight on what happens when Jesus takes your burden just ahead in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. In Touch Plus is streaming on Local Now, featuring all the best of Dr. Charles Stanley. We're to have strong convictions based on the Word of God. He's working out things that you and I would never know about in our future. In Touch Plus, your streaming network for quality Christian programming 24-7. Now watch this. In Touch Plus, streaming free on Local Now. In our spiritual journey, we often have questions. How do I know God's will for my life? Does God hear my prayers? Why do bad things happen? The answers are found in the Word of God. But how do we know where to start? The free In Touch devotional can help point you in the right direction with biblically-based content from Dr. Charles Stanley. You'll gain insight and wisdom through daily devotions, Bible studies, and more. The In Touch devotional, delivered monthly to your mailbox. Subscribe for free at intouch.org slash daily. You're listening to In Touch. Believers who let Jesus carry the heavy weight of their burdens find refreshment for their soul. Here's a moment with Charles Stanley. Now, you know, you could stand up any man or woman, regardless of their age or their physical stamina. You could stand up in somebody could put a little block of wood up here and say, I hardly feel that. Then they could swap that off for a brick. You say, I do feel that. Swap that off for 20-pound weights. You say, oh, I'm feeling that. And before long, they could lay you flat out on this floor, weighted down, and you couldn't budge your finger. There are many people today who are walking around emotionally crippled because they can't deal with the burdens. And you see, 
That has an awful effect upon us and the people about us. But he says, come unto me, all ye that are growing weary, that are laboring, that are toiling. And he says, I will give you a pause that will refresh you. I'll take that off of you. He didn't say you'd never be burdened down again. He didn't say that you would never feel the weight of it again. He said, I will give you a pause. That means that God will take the burden off of us, whatever it might be, if we'll do it and go about it in his way. He said, I'll bring a pause. I will refresh you. I will re-energize you. I'll take that weight off of you. God wants us standing tall, smiling on the inside as well as on the outside. He wants us to be successful in what we're doing. He wants us to be contented. He says, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Whatever is abundant is overflowing. And he doesn't want us overflowing with sadness and sullenness and sorrow and spreading all of our discouragement, all of our negative attitude on top of everybody else. He wants us to be excited about life. He wants us to be cheerful about life. He wants us all to share what Jesus Christ means to us. You can learn more about how to experience the joy the Lord promises at InTouch.org. And if you have a story about how God's grace has touched you through this program, we'd love to hear it. Tomorrow on InTouch, Christians are equipped to serve God. But what does it take to be in the Lord's service? We'll look at the answer to that question Tuesday on InTouch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. A recent episode of the Daily Podcast from the New York Times ominously warned, quote, the mosquitoes are winning. Mosquitoes, believe it or not, are mankind's deadliest predators, carrying disease that results in over 219 million infections and 400,000 deaths every single year. And even that number is dramatically reduced from previous highs. Highly effective efforts to combat malaria through bed nets, vaccines, and insecticides have reduced global deaths by more than a third. Today, however, the world's deadliest insect is making a comeback of sorts. A new breed of mosquito, known as Anopheles stevensi, known to researchers as Steve, has adapted to evade old methods of pest control. Not only does it reproduce year-round and in water as shallow as a bottle cap, it lives primarily in cities rather than in more rural areas. Between 2019 and 2021, global malaria deaths rose by 8% primarily because Steve's range expanded from Asia into Africa. Ponce's is a collection of writings from Blaise Pascal that were found and compiled after his death. Many of the writings that can be found in Ponce's are responses to the skeptics of his age. He especially wrote about the failure of those skeptics to grasp the human person. In one of his best-known passages, he wrote this, quote, Man is but a reed, the most feeble thing in nature, but he is a thinking reed. The entire universe need not arm itself to crush him. A vapor, a drop of water suffices to kill him. But if the universe were to crush him, man would still be more noble than that which killed him because he knows that he dies and the advantage which the universe has over him. The universe knows nothing of this." End quote. Despite his young faith, Pascal brilliantly articulated humanity's value, as well as our complex relationship with the rest of the creation. His words stand in contrast to both pagan thinkers, who thought of humanity as subject to the whims of capricious deities, and to the utopian idealist of his age, who believed that man would soon fully master nature. Today as well, there are different views of the human person that emerge from different worldviews. Philosophical naturalists tend to see human beings as merely animals shaped only by instinct and desire. 
Eastern pantheists tend to think of human beings as part of the divine oneness that includes all things. You might say that for the atheists, humans are nothing but animals. For the New Ager, humans are gods. The truth, according to scripture, is that we're made in the image of God, but we often act like animals. And even the smallest living things, including mosquitoes, can remind us of our fragility. Contrary to the promises of transhumanism, we'll always be forced to reckon with human frailty, both in our mortality and in our morality. Yet, our situation is not hopeless. We alone, among all of God's creation, have the capacity to shape the world around us. The mosquito story is case in point. Malaria vaccines exist, but need better methods of transportation and delivery to be fully effective. Better infrastructure could reduce the amount of stale standing water, but building that requires capital supported by a robust private sector. Research and strategies that could improve things dramatically are often bogged down by government regulations. Well, even more, Christians know the end of the whole story, and that is that God restores all things on earth as it is in heaven. So, as thinking reads, fragile and powerful, we have every reason to continue to do our best to advance good, to reduce evil, and to restore God's world in whatever ways that we can. But still, I wish Noah had just squashed those two mosquitoes. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Casey Leander. For more resources to live like a Christian today, go to breakpoint.org. In Colossians 4, it says, Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of our time. Ah, making the best use of your time. Does your phone ever interfere with that? Sissy Graham Lynch talked about this on her podcast, Fearless. I think of how often we're just on our phone, whether we're walking in the parking lot, in the line at the grocery store, wherever we are, we're on our phones. And how often we might be missing opportunities that God's putting in front of us to engage with somebody, to be an encouragement to somebody. And that's an opportunity that Sissy's grandfather, Billy Graham, says you don't want to miss. Because the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 6, 2, now is the accepted time. Things you ought to do, do it now. Money you ought to give, give it now. People you ought to witness to, witness now. To discover more about using your time to share Jesus with others, go to findpeacewithgod.net. Findpeacewithgod.net. From the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association.